Project Green Star, Part 2. The next scenario is from our memory of a telephone conversation with another contact. I can get it in print in her own words if interested. She said she remembered awakening on her feet and being kind of led or dragged down a hallway. As she became more aware, she struggled with humans and was tackled by a very large woman who gave her an injection. She was then rendered helpless and led to a room with metal chairs and was seated in one. A human male in some kind of a uniform repeatedly screamed at her. You will move to Oklahoma and start a community there. You will take your children and go to Oklahoma and start a community there. As she began to recover more physical control, she bolted for the door and was tripped by the chair. She fell very hard on the floor, landing on her hip and experiencing considerable pain. She doesn't remember much more than that. However, the next day, she remembered being injected. She found a needle, punctured wound, and a horrible bruise on her hip where she had fallen. Now, regardless of what has happened to these women and myself, something did happen and continues to happen to all of us on many others. It's entirely possible that Martin Kent is correct in attributing the abduction phenomena to government interest. It's also possible that there are other factors involved. The source is not the relevant point of interest here. What is vitally important is the complete and total control that is exercised over the humans experiencing this. If it is purely a mental experience, it is externally generated. Who is generating it and why? If it is a physical, as the evidence suggests, then there is a technology involved that makes MKUltra look like kindergarten. Delgado's experiments with remote stimulation seem to be much closer to their technology being seen here. However, I suggest that this technology has surpassed the need for any implants being first planted in the brains of subjects. Then again, this could have been done at almost any point on a person's life at hospitalizations if required. Most women are hospitalized for childbirth, but regardless of the implants, the controls of the physical bodies and the minds of many people is being reported from around the world. I had an experience in February of this year, 1994, that frightened me more than any other because of the total control it involved. I left myself proof. I'll be brief. I awakened at 4 a.m. and remembered that at a time some point during the night there had been three critters in my bedroom. I remember telling them, okay, you're finished now, get the fuck out of my house, as I sat up in bed and pointed toward the back door. This is the only conscious memory I have of that experience. However, after I got up and went to the kitchen to make all coffee, I was shocked to see my down parka, which had been in the very back of the closet the night before, lying on my living room floor. Also, my front door was unlocked. No big thing until you understand that I live in a country with 13 local, state, and federal prisoners. I never leave my door unlocked. The ritual of door locking extends to my getting out of bed every night for that third check just to make sure I had it locked. At the very least, I was, at some point during the night, compelled to leave my bed, get my parka out of the closet, walk to the living room, unlock the door, drop the parka on the floor, and return to the bed to see those three critters. 
The fact that it was February in Colorado suggests that I may have gotten the parka because I was compelled to leave the house at a very cold night. There was no evidence to suggest that I actually left the house. I have never known to sleepwalk. The above experience was almost profound for me since one, there was physical evidence of total control of my body. Number two, there was utmost complete control of my mind, including almost total amnesia of the event. I say almost because I feel that I left the park on the floor and a message to myself and I remembered the ending of the event consciously. One could suggest that I was allowed to leave the coat on the floor and I was allowed to remember the ending. Once again, regardless of any allowance to control was there, this kind of control is total. It demonstrates an ultimate weapon, the total control of the human mind. These experiences are not the product of delusional women and men around the world, but are actual experiences. They may be mental or physical, but they may be government-related or other-related. There are, however, generated from external source and suggest that mind control is not limited to the biological mode previously attempted. I suggest the wave or beam technology is at play here, and I find much evidence to support this in the studies of electromagnetics and the effects on the human mind and body, and also in the subject of theoretical physics and related subjects. The examples I have presented to you now and previously are but a few of the many I have in my files. Ufology books are filled with similar accounts and suggest the use of wave technology. Hopefully you'll be able to glean what I'm trying to convey, the most important issue that faces our world today. I'm scared to death and fear for my fellow humans. I know that I'm an intelligent, rational, logical, and analytical person, as are most associated with this phenomena. If this can be done to me, and like those of me, it can be done to all of us. Ed Conroy, writing in his book, Report on Communism, the factual truth behind the controversial true story of our time, describes the climate in UFO research circles. The possibility may indeed exist that by means yet to be developed, some UFO phenomena may one day be proved to be of a truly extraterrestrial origin, whatever that designation might really mean in terms of the physics of interstellar travel. But for the moment, it appears that the advocates of the extraterrestrial hypothesis are moving more toward the creation of a new age religious movement founded upon tenets of irrational belief than toward improvements of their hypothesis that would make it more testable. While such observations concerning the problems of making a religion out of UFO contact may seem obvious to the seasoned reader of UFO literature, they tend to get missed so frequently in public discussions of abduction phenomena that I believe my emphasis is not misplaced. Would it be unreasonable to observe that in the face of mysterious posed by UFO sightings and apparent visitor experiences, the human imagination rushes in to fill the gaps, created by our own ignorance, aided by plenty of emotional longing for some type of relief from life's tedium or ineptitude of human awareness? The question opened by considering the relation between visitor abduction phenomena and the human mind are formidable. The UFO developments certainly fit one of the reports from Iron Mountain's requirements for war substitute. Sociological motivational function. B. New religions or other mythologies. There's a growing body of self-published literature that points to the awareness of a mountain phony alien invention. William R. Lynn's space book, 
Space Aliens from the Pentagon, tells of the author's own frustration with the U.S. Patent Office and State of New Mexico, which he says ran him ragged with litigation and harassment after he stumbled across proof of a Nazi experiment P-2 saucer flown in New Mexico in the 1930s, which ran on technology invented by Nikola Tesla in the 1890s. His book, Lynn writes, quote, quote, is the first expose of a big lie, mind-controlled hoax copied from the Third Reich and covertly implemented through national security means to preparate the coercive monopoly of a corporate estate elite by stealing, concealing, or suppressing advanced technology. They ensure our continued dependency on archaic petroleum and nuclear technology. Through the mass media, we are brainwashed with scientific lies and misinformation and indoctrinated with Nazi-created parapsychology designed to stretch our credibility. So we will indiscriminately accept on faith psychic big lie religion and a platonist epistemology which makes us easier to exploit as slave people. To this end, flying saucer technology of relatively simplicity and phenomenal potential was stolen from Nikola Tesla and has been concealed from us for over 50 years. In 1953, the book says, Lynn and seven others saw a flying saucer at close range. He studied its behavior and after thinking about it for 30 years, published his book which is a thought-provoking piece of folk art. Besides Lynn's caustic rhetoric, the book contains his well-executed original drawings of how a saucer works and photos of celestial guidance system from a World War II vintage Nazi Kriegsteller gyrating saucer and the last pages as a final gesture of defiance to the cryptocracy. Lynn gives the designs for his saucer to the public with the previsio. Quote, the purchaser or reader is notified of, hereby understands and agrees to the following. Number one, that he or she assumes all physical risks of any harm to anyone attendant to the construction, testing, flying, or attempting to fly a flying saucer constructed as herein suggested. Number two, that the author assumes no viability whatsoever. Number three, that the purchaser or reader hereby assumes complete responsibility. Number four, it is hereby agreed and understood that the, these plans are hypothetical provided only for the purposes of investigation and understanding of flying saucer theory, flight, and construction, and that the author gives no warranty, expresses, or implied that a flying saucer constructed according to those plans will work or be safe to the operator or others, Lynn writes. The magnitude by which electricity overcomes the force of gravity is rivaled only by the magnitude by which the lies of our government and the trilateralists have overcome our rationality. Justice and redness of these crimes should be public punishment of the traitors responsible. They have perverted the instruments of democracy to seduce innocent minds. The secret government is waging a subliminal brainwashing war against us and violation of our right to government only by our consent. They are using movies, TV, books, magazines, children's stories, and all forms of propaganda from the cradle to the grave to criminally undermine the very epistemological underpinnings of rational existence. We have not consented to a fraud of which we are unaware. To cut right through all the baloney, our government has created the whole alien scenario to brainwash us. Thus spake the common man, who, like most common men, hath remarkable insights.